You have no idea what it's like to be someone else until you walk a mile in their shoes. Good golly, you know, there's a lot of people, you know, we get to work or something and uh, somebody's being an asshole at work or somebody's whining and complaining, having a bad day, whatever. I mean, do you really know what their home life is like at that moment? You know, the shit that they, they don't talk about, the shit that they won't talk about. The problems with their spouse, the kid getting bullied at school, the uh, an animal is sick right now. Or they got a really big bill that they had to take care of. And sometimes, uh, I guess we just don't give those people quite enough grace. You know? So-and-so, somebody shitting his Wheaties this morning and he's being a dick today. When you really don't know what's going on. So I guess I just ask you that, uh, sometimes... Us as humans need to give other humans some grace. Welcome to the Poultry Homestead Podcast, everybody. I'm sure glad you're here. Holy buckets. It's winter. Been a while since I made a podcast. Gosh, almost, what, two months now or a month and a half? Whatever. No big deal. I mean, it's not like you lean your life upon this podcast, and I'm quite sure of it. And the ads that I put out and stuff, I mean, people are still listening, but they just go on backlogged episodes or whatever. You know, I mean, I get a lot of podcast listens even when I don't crank them out. The thing that is, is when you make a podcast and you put it out to the world, um, it comes up on people's feed that way. And that's when you get the most listens is within like the first four days, you know. So uh, those of you who are listening and those of you who have listened... I sure appreciate you, and uh, God bless you. But boy, uh, if you were listening to my last episode at all, um, you know that I currently um, got a new job running a snowplow for the county. And um, long story short, this winter is uh, quite a bit different. Sorry, I just honked at one of my buddies as I went by. Um, yeah, I mean, there's, there is snow, and there has been 20 below, I mean, I'm I'm talking central Minnesota here, so I mean, this is something that we can greatly expect, uh, but we've been spoiled the last, I don't know, four or five years without having a whole lot of snow, yeah, we've had some cold, but, uh, you know, the snow keeps the cold around, and whatever whatever but anyway we, we've been getting a lot of snow so the roads have been horse shit and uh running a snowplow for the county has been a greatly satisfying year for that the only time it's not satisfying is when it's snowing like a motherfucker and you just keep going up and down the road and every time you go up and down the road it's you know got two or three inches on it you know and you and you just can't get ahead of it and then it snows overnight and you wake up in the morning and you can barely make it to work with your car and then you get there and it is so satisfying because it's done snowing you get there you put your blades down and that sh- you go about 35 miles an hour and that shit goes flying into the ditch about 50 feet 
and it's just flying off there. It's one of the most satisfying feelings on earth, knowing that that road was good and deep and you got that sucker down to the blacktop almost. I mean, you'd like to think that it'd clean it clear down to the blacktop and you'd get some grip, but it, it just takes the snow off so it's not so deep and it doesn't throw you around. It's still icy until you put salt down, and sometimes you can't put salt down because the wind will come, blow the snow across it, and make it even deeper because the snow sticks to the wet snow. So, is what it is. Anyway, enough about snow plowing. God bless you. Um, yeah, so how are you dealing with all the harsh, harsh conditions of the winter? You know, those of you in the northern hemisphere right now, I mean, you're, you've got yourself some work ahead of you. Right now, you're, you're, uh, you're busting, you're making sure your waters are not frozen. You're, uh, you know, taking care of things. You're, you're, uh, you know, you're dealing with uh, animals that are in the cold, trying to keep them warm, trying to keep them comfortable. You're dealing with uh, fuck tons of snow that you can hardly walk through. You can't get your uh, little carts and wagons and all that shit. You got to shovel path for it, and you got to, you know, there's a lot of stuff you got to do. You know, and uh, well, I'll just kind of. Uh, most of you know already you know, what to do in harsh conditions, but I'll just kind of give you a couple tips as to what we've been doing as far as uh, our animals in the cold temperatures and in the deep snow, you know. Um, when you feed the pigs, you know, I mean, a lot of times we just dump it on the ground just because we can. You know, we, we do have hog troughs, but we don't have to use those, and they're not very nice to each other when you do that, so we spread it out on the ground so they can spread apart and eat and everybody gets something, you know, and not, not the big one gets all of it, you know, stuff like that. So um, we've been having to use dishes when the snow's deep for the pigs until they pack, up, pack down the snow, right? And it's going to be a shithole this spring when all that snow melts and it's the pig pen, and it, it's going to be a shithole. But that's all right. got to plan to pasture these pigs in the summer. Um... Right now we got the pigs separated because uh, we got the boys on one side and the girls on the other because uh, we don't want the boys to do any wiener hosen right now because we don't want piglets when it's cold out. I guess piglets are very volatile when it's cold out. So uh, about February they'll all be together. They'll all be a big happy family again and uh, life will be good. You know, so um, right now that's what we're doing for the pigs. The uh, heated water dishes like the pet bowl, like your dog bowl, heated ones. Uh, we used those earlier in the year for the pigs, and that didn't work with a shit. They got froze down and wrecked and junked out and shitty and all that. So, uh, plus they're made out of plastic, and plastic doesn't do her the shit in the cold weather, as many of you know. But, um, <clears throat> yeah, so what we did is uh, we got one of those sheep tanks. It's shallow. At first, when I saw the sheep tank we got, I'm like, holy fuck. That thing's huge. But uh, let's be honest, it's plastic, which uh, is a better thermal break than a steel tank. Uh, I don't know how long it'll last, so stay tuned on that. But we put a tank heater in it, and we've got our cord run out there, and the tank heater's doing wonderfully. Okay. So we're lucky on that. Um, I think the tank heater, I'm not quite sure... If it's a 1500 watt or a 750. 
gosh, I don't think it's a 15. I think it's a 750. So um, that's keeping it open, uh, even when it's below zero. Uh, stay tuned on, uh, with, I'll, I'll give you a report on that later. The chickens now. I have a 10-foot green bin that the chickens are in. Um, it's a really nice area for the chickens. I got a lot of perch in there. So we've got 49 laying hens in there. Some of them very old. They don't lay anymore. Uh, and we got one rooster. Boy, what a lucky son of a bitch, huh? One rooster with 48 hens? That's money. Um, big pimping. But uh, he and they are doing okay. The only thing is when it gets really cold out, I hung Christmas lights in there. And I have a heated pet bowl in there because they don't ruin the shit out of a heated pet bowl like a pig does. So um, the heated pet bowl got it plugged in, got it ready to rock, and uh, I plugged the Christmas lights in, and we don't open the door and we leave the Christmas lights on 24-7 when it's below zero for like three or four days or if it is a snowstorm and we don't feel like getting any snow inside that coop. Uh, otherwise, the door is open during the day, and it is closed at night, and, there, and we are not lighting the chickens at night uh, if it's just a normal day. We only light them when it's harsh out uh, that, because they're in there the whole time, and we, it's just easier for us, easier for them, easier for everybody. Christmas lights are just enough light so they can see around and do their thing and have their fun and shit and stuff, and that's working good, and we, and we give them basically unlimited food. We don't, we don't uh, skimp at all. Um, <clears throat> so right now we're getting the least amount of eggs. We're only getting, with the 49 laying hens, you know, I mean, we get uh, anywhere from nine to a dozen a day. Uh, a lot of those eggs freeze because we don't get out there fast enough. So I mean, really in reality, in the carton, uh, we're only throwing half a dozen eggs in there in a day. Um, but in the summer, they're gonna lay like you wouldn't believe come this spring when the sun's out and the guns are out and. We're, we're having a good time. So, uh, and they won't eat as much because they'll be free ranging, scratching, kicking, bugging, uh, you know, eating the mites and little bugs and shit and stuff around the yard and, you know, seeds off of plants and eating plants and all that. Now, the cows, um, there, there's a certain way that you can calf share. Because um, my wife does have two dairy cows, as you probably already know. Um, she has two dairy cows, and then we have a steer, a very young steer, uh, roughly about, oh, I don't know, five months old, I suppose, and he's big. Uh, he got bred to a really big bull, uh, the, his mom did. So he's, he's a big boy. He takes after his daddy. Anyway, um, so right now, uh, she's been milking the cows, but the milking equipment tends to freeze up a little bit, sometimes when it gets 20 below, so she's had to put a coat over like the milk bucket where the pulsator is because that's one thing that'll freeze up is the pulsator um and you know when you milk warm milk in cold weather uh the vacuum pump the pulsator and all that stuff especially when it's below zero uh there's a lot of steam within that and a lot of moisture and everything and what does that do that makes shit freeze up so it doesn't work very well so she's been having to use a jacket to cover that stuff and then if it's really bad um, right now she's drying up Blossom, who's been given about a gallon a day. She's, she's pregnant. She's about due to calf in May, I believe. Um, early May. 
and so my wife has been um, doing this thing called calf sharing. We separate the calf every night and then she milks buttercup in the morning. But the calf is still on milk at, at this, you know, four or five months old time, okay? Very healthy for the calf. I've never seen such a healthy steer in my life. Um, so this is a good thing. And there's some nights when she knows it's going to be colder than a witch's titty the next day. And she's just like, screw it. I'll leave the calf with Buttercup and uh, he'll drink all the milk that we were going to get and I'm not going to milk her. Because, I mean, we have a absolute plother of milk in our fridges at all times because uh, the cows give more than we drink and my wife sells quite a bit of it. But she's had to call a few people and say, hey, not getting as much milk. Sorry. Um, I'm going to have to put you on the wait list or whatever, you know. Um, and then there's a few people that uh, have been very local, very early customers um, that she uh, she's able to get give milk to, you know. So it's kind of a, it's, it's a, it's tough because we hate disappointing milk customers. Um, and, and we, and we absolutely hate telling people, no, we don't have enough for you right now. But I mean, those of you who are selling eggs and everything and, uh, selling any kind of product, you know, I mean, when you get in the dead of winter, it's really hard to keep any kind of orders for fulfilled, you know? Uh, especially if you don't lamp your chickens, you know what I mean? That means that they, you put a light in the coop uh, that comes on in the middle of the night and then they tricks their body into believing that it's a uh, different time of year and they lay more eggs. Uh, we don't do that um, other than when it's like really cold, like I said earlier, you know, we got the Christmas lights that we put in there. But you know, other than that, I mean, you know, we've been dealing with shit you know, the, the firewood thing, uh, for Christmas, my wife, my beautiful, lovely, awesome wife, got me what's called a kindling cracker. It's a product of New Zealand. Cast iron thing that you uh, drill down to a log. You know, you screw it down onto a, uh, I used a hunk of telephone pole. But um, you screw it down to a log, and then you get yourself some easily splitting wood, like uh, kind of like a pine or a silver maple or a maple of sorts. Uh, cedar would be a really good one. And you make yourself kindling with it. And you can just make these little, you know, pieces of kindling uh, with a hammer and that thing. You know, you're not using a hatchet and you're not taking your fucking hand off. Um, which I would like to use a hatchet and I wouldn't mind actually taking my hand at that. But I don't want to take my hand off. And this kindling cracker is amazing. I just use a little hammer. No big deal. You know, it's uh, safe. And it uh, works great. And if you do it right and you set your pail on the side of the kindling cracker, a lot of your kindling will fall right into that pail as you're cracking it. Makes it easy and nice. <coughs> Excuse me. My throat gets dry when I'm podcasting lately. Uh, seems I talk too much. But anyway, yeah. You know, today is kind of one of those days where we've been doing some projects and stuff around the house and whatnot. But, uh, yeah. Today's one of those days where uh, I'll get to, uh, you know, going into Menards here. I gotta grab some screws and look at some other stuff. They got a big bag sale going on. 
I'm going to go shoot archery. I shoot an archery round every week. And, uh, yeah, you know, life is good. Life is really good. But, yeah, it's been kind of a harsh winter. You know, a lot of people are complaining and bitching about it. But uh, you know what? When you live in this part of the country, that's just life. And that's just something that you're going to have. And get the fuck over it. That's what I say. But anyway, you know, I've been, uh, it's no plowing job, but the county's going pretty damn good. I'm not the world's greatest, but uh, I sure like doing it. Uh, I'm learning a lot. And, uh, you know, beer delivery was great. That would kind of suck this year because, uh, you know, you're traveling such distances from home and you don't have a plow on the front of the truck to make the road good for you. So, who knows? But anyway, I suppose I better get racking. It's uh, been a beautiful, beautiful... I mean, if you were like to have pictures this winter and the pine trees have a ton of snow on them and they're weeping down and it's just such beautiful, beautiful looking across that snowy field and just seeing a sheet of white on top of it. You know, a lot of times we, we don't thank the Lord you know, we, we, we complain about what's going on in our life, but we don't thank the Lord for the beautiful views and the wonderful things that we are taking care of ourselves with. You know, I mean, yeah, we haven't had a winter like this in a really long time, but, you know, we're about due. And um, it shows our resilience and helping each other out and just showing what we can do for each other. And you know what? I don't mind. I actually kind of like it. So, anyway, you know, even though it can be a pain in the ass at times, you know, I mean, it's... My problems are so minute compared to other people's that uh, I'll just sit back and enjoy and work when I have to. So, anyway, thank you for tuning in to the Poultry Homestead Podcast. I sure appreciate it. And, uh, you know, if you all want to connect, Ziggy underscore 519 at yahoo.com. Yeah, I'd love to hear from you. If you have anything you want to add or if you want to be interviewed, that would be great. So anyway, thank you for tuning in. God bless you. Anyway, have a good one.